0: Moon, Elvis ain't dead. You ain't going crazy. It's all in your head. It's
1: all interpretation. Oh my. To find the truth, you gotta read between the lines. Dang it, homie. Work out your own salvation. You are the best of white
0: people. (laughs) is hard to find if it's more than a place it's a state of mind that's not how it works that's not how any of this works jerry just remember it's not a line if you believe it you should never be allowed to talk to people there
1: is a fine line between genius and madness
0: human sacrifice dogs and cats living together mass hysteria
1: god bless america Oh, I love it. It still owns it's, it's me. Like, Costanza's line. Oh, yeah. It's not a lie if you believe it. It's
0: so appropriate for oh, what man. we're doing here. You it know? is. You know, it is the uh, Mark and Mac show. Pod- the, the reason we started this podcast was simply put, there are so many candidates running for the 2023 nomination, especially on the Republican side, which is you know normal when you don't have an incumbent from your party in. Uh, There are still a couple of Democrats that have thrown their hat in the ring, and we are going to break them down. It's just, you know, Biden, unless Biden drops out, he's going to be the nominee. I mean, Jimmy Carter was still the nominee when, you know, even though Teddy Kennedy ran against him because he did such a poor job for the first four years. Think about it. If somebody in your party, a major player, decides they're going to run against you and you're the incumbent, (laughs) you've done a pretty bad job, you know? Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't and, and I they seem there doesn't seem to be anybody that's going to be able to take Biden down. So we'll see. I mean it's it's yeah. we will get to those uh, at a certain time, but there's so many Republicans. We started off with uh the first couple right. guys I'd never heard of. Um right. Ramoswali has become my favorite <laughs> or Ramaswamy. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. You got me thinking Swahili now or <laughs> anyway, what do you call him? Johnny Quest. That's what it is. Haji from Johnny quest. Haji, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Vivek <laughs> Ramaswamy.
1: Yes. That's him.
0: <laughs> I'm looking for his name. Oh, here's what I did. Okay. I have a list of all these guys that we, um, you know, and I moved them around based on how I think they're going to do. And I moved Vivek Ramaswamy up, uh, yesterday to third place on my yeah. list. And I, I yeah. just, this is not in a list that I have any reason. I'm just moving people around based on what I think right? based on, you know, and to be honest, I noticed yesterday, Fox news has put Vivek Ramaswamy into a position of commentary whenever a Trump story is on. Mm, And yeah, you know, because they're talking about the new indictment, the possible next indictment of Trump, um, which if, if this one actually holds this, this is a part of the 14th amendment about running for office again. If, you right. cause insur- if you're cause if you part of insurrection against the United States government, um, it can cause you to lose your current position in office if you're elected. But right. if you're convicted of this, you actually are prevented from ever running again, which hmm. is exactly what the Democrats want. They yeah. don't want to have to deal with Trump at any level, and they really will have to no matter what, unless— they get this convinced So this third indictment is the one that they've been after yeah. because if convicted, this is the one that prevents him from running or if they have the election before they can get this one resolved, could have mm. him removed from office. And this is something that every Republican can say now. Uh, wow. the, and it goes back to the January 6th uh, Capitol Hill uprising. That was nothing that was actually staged. Right. And again, mm. you talk about political theater, Mark, you, I, I've been labeled a theory a conspiracy theory monger of sorts because I don't believe certain things the government claims. Right. Well, do you believe what they tell you happened on January 6th?
1: Not a bit of it. Yeah, not any. And the reason the reason I don't is because I watched the president of the United States tell everybody to go peacefully. I watched him, you know, say now we're going to march peacefully and legally lawfully and he encouraged people to behave themselves and then later in the day he issued a tweet telling everybody hey stop this go home and i i saw that all happening i watched uh i've watched things since there've been some uh, there's been some documentaries put together about what happened that day compiled from cell phone video and the like and i've watched those as well right and i i know that uh, there were people who were told Hey, we want you to come and speak. We have a stage set up outside. The crowd will be there, and they all want to hear you talk. And when they got there, they were said, "Oh yeah, well, we can't use that stage. We they're not going to let us use that stage. But here's a megaphone. Go inside right. the building and speak yeah. to them there." <laughs> <laughs> Which See? they had all they all knew we shouldn't do, right? And yeah. then there's this this one cat who's. Oh, now, and you know, I can see his face and now his name mm-hmm. will not come to my mind. You know how that happens? There's yes, this one day. guy, there's, there's this one guy who's inciting people to go in and they're all screaming, no, no, he's a fed, 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 <laughs> you know, and all these people knew they shouldn't go inside the buildings. They were locked down. They had right. gates up, they had fencing up and no, we're not, we don't, we're, we're decent American, well-behaved people. We're not going to cross those lines, but they had people encouraging them to do so. So there are so many red flags. No, there was not an insurrection. There might have been maybe a bit of a riot, but it's kind of hard to call a bunch of, uh, a bunch of gray haired people wearing Crocs, taking pictures, walking around the,
0: right. <laughs> the Capitol, <laughs> a riot, you know, how funny. Well, there's, um, are you trying to think of the guy last name Epps? Is that your you Yes. Ray to? Epps. Okay. That's the Ray one. Yes. You. Oh, I'm sitting here trying to Google them. Come on, man. Pop up. That is the most terrible feeling. Oh. So it's,
1: it's like that butterfly dancing right at the edge of your reach. And you just, I know it's there. I just can't figure out what it is. But yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you know what, when you can make the slogan of the guy, make America great again, when you can have that slogan turned into a racist epithet, you know, mm-hmm. when you can do those things, wow. the media has done and has made happen with regard to Trump. And you see the politicians like, again, I picture Maxine Waters, Mark, every day, impeach 45, impeach 45, 45 because Maxine Waters, I was born in Hawthorne, California. That's the area Maxine Waters represents. And just to give you an idea, um, the average income there is so low. It's just it's it's worse than anywhere, I think, in the country. And I mean, raw numbers, we're not talking about adjusted numbers, Mark. You look at Hawthorne, man, it's bad and very blended. It has always been a very blended area uh, in terms of ethnicity and, you know, Hispanic, Asian, black. I mean, it's all very, and white. It's all very equal. Right. That's where, yeah. but Maxine Waters doesn't live there. She doesn't live in Hawthorne. She lives in an area that's 95% white. Yeah. And so I get, but she doesn't even live there. She spends her time in Washington, D.C. She, and think yeah. about it. She's a rep. She's a representative, meaning she only serves a two-year term. How locked in are you in your community if you can be a lifelong representative having to get reelected every two years when you've done nothing but make your life great? And everybody in your in your home district suffers because you are all about impeach 45 instead of Mm. Mr. President, what can you do to help me in my district? We've been suffering. My people are hurting. Can you help me? Give me an idea. President, can can I do lunch? Can I buy you a cup of coffee? You've been pretty good about turning things around. Can I, I just buy you a cup of coffee? Give me one thing. Just one yeah. idea that would help my my people back home. No, right. impeach forty five before he's even in office. Impeach forty five. By the yeah. way, I never knew how many presidents there were unless I looked it up, right? But <laughs> I know now, impeach 45. <laughs> I mean I knew, you know, Lincoln was 16. <laughs> I'm not kidding, man. Isn't that bad? And so well, we now can thank her for that. <laughs> yes. Because now I know that Bush, you know, her W was forty three. Right. That makes Clinton forty two. Herbert Walker forty one, Reagan forty, Carter right. thirty nine, Ford mm-hmm. thirty eight. The illegal president. That's something again. <laughs> another big lie of the American to the American people. Uh, I'm telling you, these people that are elected are there's a cabal behind them. You know, if you yeah. and I got elected to office, Mark in Washington, we would just become a part of the problem, not fixing it because you can't. Right. There's a group of people that are not not elected that run things. They truly yeah. do. Yeah. And they do it by when you get elected and you show up and you know, you're the average, the, you know, the average congressman, and we're going to move on to DeSantis, but the average right. congressman goes into the office in Washington as in debt as the rest of us. They're, if they're about 40 years or, old, they got a mortgage, more. they got a couple a cars. More. Yeah. Yeah. And oftentimes their business leaders are having come, uh, you know, they got a lot of things going on, but they're movers and shakers and moving things onward in their local community, which got them elected. Usually. So mm-hmm. they go into office about a half million dollars in debt, you know, in terms of house cars and what have you. So how is it possible that if you can get reelected twice, serve six years, okay, get, just get yeah. elected, get reelected twice. You're in debt like the rest of us when you go in, but in six years time, you come out a liquid, meaning cash on hand millionaire. Yeah. The job yeah. pays 172,000 a year or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they can't all be, uh, married to people who apparently are geniuses in the stock market, like Nancy Pelosi oh, you know? good <laughs> with her, her $24,000 side by side stainless steel freezer filled up with designer ice creams. Yep. Uh, yeah, we can't all be like that.
0: No. Well, we can't be like that because we're not elected. See, they took advantage. <laughs> Members of Congress are allowed to use insider trading and Nancy Pelosi yeah. actually was working on legislation that was going to be very pro- profitable for some, uh, uh, credit card companies back 2007 2008 right and yeah. she she had the legislation going through she knew as speaker that she was going to move it through she knew they had mm-hmm. it in, in the Senate because these guys wanted it so she knew it was a done deal she, her, her husband you know, before stock before stocks are available on the open market you know there's another market where you can actually buy stock before they're available mm-hmm. and it prepares you for that big hey we're going public thing. And so that's where they bought their stuff. That's why they kind of got by with it for a while. Problem is, it bought it before it went public. And then when it went public and went crazy, they bought more. Mm -hmm. And then when the law was passed, it tripled. So a million dollar, I'm gonna just throw this out there, a million dollar investment netted 25 million kind of thing. It was one of those types of deals. And actually it wasn't that, it was hundreds of thousands. But the bottom line is on one deal. And she was in charge of the entire thing from beginning to end. Wow. The legislation that caused it to triple in value. Yeah. And yet, yeah, right. she's still there. And mm. Gets reelected every two years. Right. And uh, yeah. and then can stage a beating in the hallway, uh, in the entryway of their house, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Oh, that's a whole other me. day. That's a yeah. whole other day. It really is. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I know. Well, it was yeah. funny because uh, there were people that thought for, for a moment that uh, that her, her husband's first name was Russell and that she was going to change her name to Carly. And there you go, because it's a fraud. It's a scam. All right, Mark.
1: <laughs> Up next.
0: <laughs> when, when we come back, a man who's really interesting. In, in, ter- in terms of the election process in the Republican Party, this guy is really problematic for a number of candidates. I'll show you why. i not Northern tool and equipment. So daddy's little girl thinks she's going to prom tonight with some punk who calls himself Snake. Yeah, they grow up so fast. Well, not if I can help it, they don't.
1: Okay, here's what you do. When that kid shows up, dad's going to be doing a few chores around the house. Huh? It doesn't matter the chore. What's important is that it requires the use of a 60cc gas-powered chainsaw and possibly a mask. (laughs) I think it's showtime.
0: He's here. Dad, I want you to meet.
1: All right, let
0: her rip. What's that, honey? Oh, hi, Snake. Great to meet you. But Wait, where are you
1: going? There's no problem. A little horsepower can't solve. Northern Tool and Equipment.
0: Welcome back in. It's the Mark and Mac uh, podcast. Tell your friends, you know, we got the uh, Mark Mac. It's Mark dot com. That's correct. And uh, you can go there and it's got all the info about uh, getting the podcast. Now, the podcast is everywhere. If there is a place that breaks out podcast, we are on it, I think. Yeah, yeah, we are. There might be Billy Bob's podcast school that has yeah. their own release thing. That they charge <laughs> people for but we're not on that one. Okay.
1: Well, everybody these are either has an Apple or a Google-type yeah. phone, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, those two sources, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, you've got it there. So right. if you have a phone, you have access to the podcast. That's either pretty ha- much it. Yeah, so it's either an Apple product or a Droid, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. And on your PC, you can go to our website and listen to it at com. You can go to Spotify, which hosts a podcast, and get it there on the Spotify app on any computer. So There you go. Go grab it
0: anywhere today. All right. So as we've been breaking down the candidates for the, uh, I, as I mentioned earlier, it's not that we're ignoring the Democrats that we got to, we every day in the Republican party, I think there's another person that adds their name, you know, throws it in the ring. And, uh, so the guy who does my mom's yard work just yeah. entered, the, entered the race. Decide so why know. not? Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, we did blow hard Chris Christie yesterday. Oh man. <laughs> and I, it, you know, it's funny after we did the show, there were a couple of things you said. I thought, I got to look that up, you know? Yeah. 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 And it's like, every time I look, every time it's, what was that? <laughs> there was a line in the movie, Ray, scratch a liar, find a thief. You know? So, I'll say something and you go, I, that can't be. And then yeah. you look it up and I'm like, well, what do you know? <laughs> yeah. There you are. Wow. That's all I could think of. And I'm thinking, do the American people not see how this guy is loved? But the Democrats love him because They know he's just a Democrat in a Republican suit, a fat Uh, suit, but it's a suit nonetheless. He's a career politician is what it boils
1: down to. And a career politician will sell his soul to move forward in the process. And I'm not saying that Ron DeSantis has sold his soul. I'm not saying that he made a deal at a crossroads
0: in the country somewhere to play the guitar. I mean, he's but boy, when but, Bob Dylan did, he went away from you know, North Dakota, came back six months later. And all of a sudden he couldn't sing any better, but he could play. And then he right. became a star. You know, when Bob well, Dylan came back from his little road trip, uh, when he, he left home, when he came back, he tried to, he actually thought, made people believe he was Bobby V. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Because Bobby V uh, had had a couple of his. And so Bob Dylan leaves home. All of a sudden there's a guy named Bobby V. That, uh, you know, starts having hits and when there were, there were rumors, it was him and he didn't, he didn't deny it the way you would think somebody would Mm, because they just knew that he went off to be a musician in New York. Next thing you know, there's this guy, Bobby V having hits.
1: Well. Bless our hearts. I mean, yes. okay, now I have to take a sidestep here for a moment. Just a moment. Will you will you allow me to just a sidestep for just a moment since you brought up Bob Dylan? I'm sorry. Okay. Just just give me just a second. Here we just go. Just remember, Mark, and the night now has Books a thousand on eyes. tape presents Bob Dylan's Chronicles, <laughs> volume one, as read by the author.
0: Oh no. I'm walking through Summer now is Everything <laughs> goes off here. Today I'm moving too slow in the line of time. Oh, the clown and blonde. <clears throat> <clears throat> Chanter 2. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, one last side before we get into DeSantis. When, um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> remember when they did the uh, Where Are the World? song yes and (laughs) uh, michael jackson quincy jones all right you know they have this whole big group of the current artists of the day i mean they Mm -hmm. had a lot of them it was really awesome uh when you actually watch the behind the scenes video bob dylan was really having a lot of trouble with doing his part he just couldn't get it and so do you know who taught him to sing his part by doing him imitating him Uh, would that be michael jackson Stevie wonder, Stevie wonder, Stevie wonder with Bob. And I'm thinking, okay, you're in a studio. You've got all these celebrities and Bob Dylan's having trouble getting his part done in front of them. And so Stevie, come here, Bob. And he plays it for him and sings it, imitates Bob Dylan. And they don't, this is, this is not part of the music video. Nobody's ever going to see this. And I thought that that was the most genuine thing I've ever seen because (laughs) a It's two people trying to help. You know, it it was, it takes us, take everything out of it. And it was just really cool. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, (sighs) enough about that. We told you not to take those pills before the session. Well, Ron DeSantis,
1: (laughs) Ron DeSantis,
0: (laughs) he was only six years removed from uh, becoming a Christian, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: something like that. Uh, he's uh, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, former U S representative has long been viewed as the strongest potential challenger to Trump, by the way, all of these little blurbs about these guys that they all, all of them are about the challenge to Trump. All of them are right. Because the Trump is the great evil, which must be overcome. Right. He, uh, he gained national attention and praise from the right for his pandemic response, along with his approach to issues such as immigration and LGBTQ rights. Um, DeSantis has been reluctant to directly target Trump, but that was when this was written, by the way. He has targeted Trump since then. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And has not said whether he would support him as the eventual nominee. Instead, focusing on criticisms of the Biden administration's policies and uh, tacking to Trump's right on issues. Um,
0: But... Well, you yeah, and he has sometimes. Because it's kind Trump- of interesting how they've done this, Mark. You're right. It, yeah. It's interesting how they are using Trump as the boogeyman. As the, one of these guys has to bring down the boogeyman, or we But in reality, if I'm running and Trump's, I'm, if Trump's on the same stage, I am, and and let's just assume this for a minute. But all I would do is instead of dealing with Trump like that, like guys, he already proved he could lose. Do we really want to? He already lost to this guy before. He already Mm. lost to the Democrat. It's only been four years. And in the four years since he left office, it hasn't been a bed of roses for him. We have found out a lot of things. So no matter how bad Joe Biden is, is Trump who lost to him when he was popular, when Trump had a lot more support, is this really, I mean, that's how I would do it. But Mm. instead of Trump is this God that we're hoping can run one more time, you know, ridiculous. It really is a way to pigeonhole everybody below him.
1: Hmm. And I think that tack, that tack on it is what the GOP is actually doing mm-hmm. because the, the GOP is saying, well, he lost before. Why should we put him up there again? Right. Right. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But I think the, the, the rank and file voter, the average person is thinking, yeah, he lost before, but he didn't lose. Right. He was, it was oh, yeah. taken away
0: from okay. him. So that's I agree what the, the average Ian, person. Yeah. By the way, so. I agree with that. I a hundred percent. I agree. We were all ripped off, yes. but based on the four years he was in office where the, the American politicians and I, because the Republicans that were in office didn't have the stones to stand up for him. And by the way, Jeff sessions, I love him, but that's why he was no longer, um, the attorney general is because when he should have stood up and said, there is no proof of what, you know, the Russian thing he's like, he knew it, but instead he played the political game and yeah, didn't he, recu- he recused himself from yep. all that stuff. And, and wow. Yeah. It's like when he did, I remember I was so disappointed, Mark, so disappointed because they knew, Hey, how do you not know? And that's yeah. what Trump was thinking. How do you not know? You've been on right. the, You were the first big guy to campaign. You were the first legitimate person to step up for me. And the first chance you get, you bail.
1: Yeah. You fall back on your political roots. You just, yeah. you become the, uh, the career politician again. Right. Instead of a person who's representing your people.
0: Yeah. Now you and I know this do. And, and we know that that's the truth about the whole, all the, all the scandals, all the lies, but there is some truth to this stuff. You cannot be in business as long as Donald Trump has and not just have enemies, but actually not bend a few laws, but break them. And without the covering of Congress, meaning had he been doing all these things as an elected official in Washington, DC, they would all be legal. But, you know, you're not going to have the kind of money he has in juggling and ego and and not have attack after attack. I'm telling you, that yeah. four years was exhausting and it's still yeah. exhausting. And I don't know yeah. if the American people have which the is, stones, which is exactly what the left wanted. They right. wanted him. They wanted the people to be
1: tired of him. Yep. Because, and so they just never stopped. It was yep. 24, seven, the whole time he was in office. Mm-hmm. And we, we recognized that the day he became right. the nominee. I mean, the the day he was the the republican running for president it was like Ugh. you know if he wins they're never going to stop pounding on him and right. they didn't from day 1 and, and that's, that's so sad yeah and there are a number of people out there who are looking at candidates like DeSantis thinking this guy's a viable option because right. at least at least the we won't have what we had with Trump oh really do you really think we won't because if DeSantis actually turns out to be the Republican nominee, the guy who's going to run to defeat Joe Biden, do you really think they're going to leave him alone? Mm-hmm. No, they're not. They're going to pound on him 24-7, 365, right. for the entire duration of the campaign. And then if he wins, if he actually won the cam- the, uh, the presidency, they would be on him every day. Maxine mm-hmm. Waters would be screeching, yeah. impeach 47. Right. So <laughs> we, they, that's just the way they operate. Yeah. They wear you out. It, they mm-hmm. it's just it's like toddler politics. Right, mom, 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 oh. mom, 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 mom. They just never stop. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I'm really sad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark. What are some of Desantis's uh, practiced stump? Gotcha. Um, The cam
1: his campaign positions. He's uh, uh, he's he wants to encourage Congress to take up nationwide school choice legislation. Um, I think this is something that's been done in the past, but it's a it's a it's a stump speech item. It's a thing on your. It's a bullet point that you have to check off. Yes, we want to do this, and, and it would be a good idea. Then again, state by state the states should take that initiative
0: and make it happen
1: because that's the way this country is supposed to work. And the Uh, thing is
0: that when the states do something like that and the federal weasels get in, it's like the feds do the same law the states were working on and then the other states just go along with it. You know, you get a couple of states out there doing their own thing, creating something that's good for their people because our, you know what, Mark, in the state of Alabama, we would be a little different on what we would want in the educational process for our children, then they would or where I live in Alabama versus New York city or any other major metropolitan area. We feel Hmm. like we have a little more control over what our children are being taught because of where we live. We're insulated to a degree from the crazies. We have crazies, but I'll tell you there was this one dude, okay, we've got this grocery store that's near my house and I don't want to say it out loud, Mark, But but you're going to, no. I'm not, we don't call it like the redneck store, but you know, they do have a sign that on the front, as you walk in, you know, no shirt, no shoes, no problem. Come on in. So I got you. But there was this guy there and you know, he was, uh, you could look at him and tell, you know, your Gator would go on. He's working the register and the way he would talk and the way he would fancy himself. And, um, I would feel a little uncomfortable at times, you know, yeah, but yeah. I'm like, I'm not saying I don't you know somebody else can deal with this because I just yeah and yeah. he started wearing more and more womeny clothes you know and it was mm. just really unc- because it was like why are you doing this I mean I don't see any of the other people here working that are dressed like they're going to a clown party you know it's not dress up day why is so that you got this one person playing dress up day and all the others being adults right yeah. I wondered how long this was going to play up and I thought you know what? If I don't say anything, it's not like it's going to get worse because this is not an appealing feature for the store. And all of a sudden I noticed. In the space of a week, Um. I, I went in there one night just at closing time, right before the doors were locked because I needed some ice cream. And they were the only ones that sell the kind I like. And we're talking, I'm there at two minutes till nine. And they, he was standing at there. No, 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 you can't come in. No, 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 we're closed. We're closed. And I'm like, there's people in there, man. I just got to pick up one thing. Nope, 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 you cannot come in. And he was Hmm. really flaming, right? Yeah. I turned around and left. I didn't say anything. He was right there. You know, I wasn't going to fuzz and make somebody work longer. I go back like a week later, same guy, but now he's dressed normally and he's talking to people in a normal voice. And I thought, I thought it was a lifestyle. I thought he, you know what I mean? It's like, you can't go back and forth and now he's normal. He's, he's not, he, he fits in. You know, I don't know if it's something that somebody said to him or if hmm. the game he was playing wasn't getting the attention he thought he was going to get. I don't know. Huh. Huh. But anyway, yeah, he's back to normal. I noticed it because he was wearing pants that actually looked like they fit a person properly and didn't have yeah. holes all over yeah. them. And yeah. the, and well, and his hair, the makeup and his fingernails, you know, all those yeah. things that were really in your face no longer exist. And like when he when he said hello to me the other day, as I was, you know, He didn't give me the flipper. Hello. He just, you know, so Hmm. it's just, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, look, you see an overweight, middle-aged white haired guy. He, I'm the guy you're going to, you know, get in his face and see if you can get a rise out of him. Right. I am get off my long guy. And (laughs) if you, if they don't get it, you know, if you, Hey, good for you. Yeah. You know, Hmm. I, you know what? I wore that same costume in, when I was eight and went <laughs> trick-or-treating. How cool is that? You know, Right. Okay. But anyway, that's what I mean, though. So in our community, that's, that's where that goes. But in another community, it would be yeah. all flippers. It's like when we get done, we've got play practice and we've got a parade. So please mark your calendars. we got to hurry. Yes. You know, yeah, and yeah. They, So their choice for school stuff would be different than ours.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I see that it's different everywhere. So having a national standard is not really the right thing to do. That's we are the United States, right. plural, not the United state singular. Uh, DeSantis also supports this six week abortion ban. He signed into law in his state. That law includes exceptions for rape and incest up to 15 weeks. Um, well, he's, uh, the States now have that right now individually across the board because of the repeal of Roe v. Wade. So that's where that stands. It, these people wanting, I I get it. And I said it yesterday there. I think murder is murder, regardless of when that life is terminated. And that should, that should apply nationwide. I think it should, but that's again, something it's up to the States. (laughs) You see what I mean? So I remember
0: years ago, and I said it before, um, when Ron Paul was running for office, Congress, you know, representative who ran for the nomination every (laughs) four years. Um, he's a doctor, OBGYN. And I asked him one time about abortion and this is I never thought they would overturn Roe versus Wade. I thought we were too far down the cart path. I didn't yeah. think it was good legislation. I didn't think it was good law, but I, you know, I yeah. just thought this is, but I thought still like many laws. Okay. If as a believer, I'm living my life the way that I should, this isn't an issue. It's not something, right. but we don't exactly. talk about this. Yeah. Christians don't talk about a lot of issues, the abortion rate for women in church is the exact same as for women outside of church. Yeah. And that tells you not, and I'm not picking on women, but men can't get pregnant regardless of what liberal Democrats tell you. And because of that, you know, it's just a, it, from a church issue, we're failing. Yeah. If you want to stop abortion, then stop talking about it and do something by using the church as a place of teaching what the Bible says. Right. Mm. I digress. But Ron Paul told me, Mark, he said, the reason it was passed, because I was too young to know what happened. Uh, when it went through the first time, Roe versus Wade, and he said, "Look, there, every state was looking at it. Every state was working on their own legislation at the time. Independent, um, they were looking at what's right for our state, for our people, about with regard to abortion, because it was something that, as the women's movement was growing and yeah. women were marching, there was this groundswell. My, my body, my choice. And in states, and that's what Ron Paul said. It the reason it was passed, the reason it became law, is because the people wanted it." Now, the people didn't, you know, people want a lot of things You know, they wanted legalization of marijuana and they wanted legalization of drugs. And when you look at states that have legalized some hard drugs, it's gone really bad. It's kind of like the lottery. A lot of states think it would be a really good idea to have the lottery until you realize what politicians are going to do with that money. And it doesn't go to education and it does bankrupt the poor and makes them even poorer. But sometimes you have to lose a little to realize what you should do. And I think abortion is the same way. People thought it was a good thing. Then They were lied to, you know, told what it was, then learned the truth through. It took years. It took Mm -hmm. half a century of the truth, uh, because I didn't believe it. I'd been indoctrinated with it like many. Yeah. And so I just thought it was a, I thought it was gone. Now it has, it's back to the States and I think it should remain at the state. Yeah. I think that's the way you, the way you eat elephant one bite at a time. And I think each state left to its own devices will choose to really, really lock this down. Yeah, I think probably so. You look, Um, even one last thing, look at the states individually and they are county by county, very red, very Republican. Oh, they are. They really are. Major centers like LA, Chicago, New York, Atlanta, Mm -hmm. that tend to be very blue, but county by county, you got a lot of conservative people here. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people who consume
1: are uh, very liberal. And the people who produce in all those <laughs> counties are not. <laughs> wow. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Um, DeSantis has not taken a position on whether the U.S. should send more military assistance or weapons to Ukraine, at least at this point. Um, it's getting to the point where I have a feeling he's going to have to take a public mm-hmm. position on that. And yeah. And mm-hmm. when he does, I hope he asks the big question. So what's really going on over there? Mm-hmm. Wow. Really? Wow. Are we, are we protecting a money laundering operation? Is that what we're doing?
0: Because that's what know, it's beginning to look like. You know, is it happened <laughs> just the way Biden said, isn't it odd that it happened mm-hmm. after Biden became president? Isn't it uh-huh. odd that yeah. Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were on the phone with major, with, well, what is it? The gas corporation of the Ukraine. Yes. And the attorney said, if yeah. you don't change out the attorney general, yeah. either kick him out, put him in jail, whatever. If you don't get rid of that guy, 10 billion dollars in american aid is not coming your way. Do yeah. we understand ourselves? That's when he was vice president. Yeah. As soon as he's president a war breaks out. Yeah. Well, de da mark. How
1: but about that? No, yeah. let's
0: look at January 6. The guy with the megaphone was that Donald Trump in a suit was, was Donald Trump in disguise?
1: <laughs> yes, it's the it's the old magician. Don't look at this hand. Look at this hand. Look at my lovely assistant while I do this that you're not supposed to see. Mm. Up next, he wants to declare a national emergency to mobilize more resources to the southern border and construct the border wall. Um, I don't disagree with this. I think the border wall, even though people will find ways to get through it, uh, around it and over it, the border wall, knowing it's there, will deter a lot of people from coming.
0: Period. And back I think when that 200 was yard DM, yeah, 200 yard 200 yard dmz i'm serious yeah, here's the marker right. and drones. Right. drones drones flying overhead you know they wouldn't even really have to full be of armed. sharks
1: with lasers on their no, hands yes, yes no
0: i don't i really think if you had drones <laughs> flying it you know people would probably the dot. you know they have drones the little spotlights and stuff and they can heat yeah. them, they can see where they are you shine a light on somebody they're going to be ducking down hiding And pretty soon I'm with you. you know the fear the idea that this area has their it's protecting the United States of America for crying mm-hmm. out loud, Mark.
1: I think just telling them you can't come here does the job because that's what Trump did. And as soon as, uh, as Joe Biden in one of the debates, if you'll recall, Joe Biden said, Oh, if it were me, I'd say, please come, come on. Mm-hmm. You should come. All of a sudden we had caravans of people yep. coming Northward. And because they knew, Oh, this guy's going to be president and we're getting in.
0: That's why, you know, what's really funny is that 90 day fiance show. You know, those yeah. people that are, um, they try to get their fiancés from around the world, but they have to go through the K 1 visa process, which is right, a legal yeah. way of entering. Yes. And they're always talking about how tough it is. I'm like, okay, just so we all know this, this is a liberal Pinko commie show, apparently, trying to tell people something exists that nobody, why are you doing this? The entire show is yeah. built on a doing it the right yeah. way. Yeah. Nobody does it this way. You know, it's just really. So you spent 10 years and thousands of dollars, but Paco who does my yard and has become a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Come on. And of course you can't go back to the Ronald Reagan, George Bush, Houston debate where they both said it's time to make it easier for people to come across the border and work and go home. Yeah. I mean, they did at that 1980 debate. I can pull the audio, Ronald yeah. Reagan and George Herbert Walker Bush said if it's time to forget about a wall and actually just get find a better way yeah you know what there are people who live in border states that believe that hmm yeah well i'm not saying it's right just
1: saying they do those who say that we are anti that that people on the right are anti immigration are lying to you because we're not we believe that immigrants are the backbone of this country we are of country built of immigrants. That's Mm -hmm. what we are. But we insist that you come here the right way. Yep. That you learn about our country, that you really do want to, you bring your strengths to our country, not your weaknesses.
0: And you can't have, you cannot come here and all of a sudden have free medical, free, you can't get that. Yeah. You know, Not. I don't want you on welfare. I don't care if welfare in the United States is better than what a working person gets in your home country. That's yeah. not a problem for me. That's you don't aspire to live at that level here. If you want to come here, we want you to make us better. And so, mm-hmm. you know, play by the rules and, and we'll see. I, I do think there's an easier, there should be a better way for people to come legally. There has to be a better way. But mm-hmm. in the meantime, while we figure out a better way and we tell them that we're working on it. But, you know, yeah. what, gang? I'm sorry that you live in a corrupt society. I'm sorry. Yeah. But you have no education. You're 30 yeah. years old with five kids and you don't have a job where you are and can't create one. Right. I, I just don't see how you're going to do anything except, and I, again, hate it for you, Yeah. but fix your own place. You yeah. know, we'll help you. We'll, you know, we will help you fix your place. Mm. We deal with everybody else Ask Ukraine. All
1: well, right. You know, there, there've been times, uh, after, like after world wars where we've opened our arms and welcomed oh, immigrants you. from around the world and, and people came floating to our shores and the, the whole Ellis Island island thing mm-hmm. where we've got the pictures, we've got the, the, uh, the newsreel video, we've got the, you know, we have welcomed people from around the world. And then after that happened, we shut the gates. Mm-hmm. And the reason was we had to have time for those people to assimilate and actually become America, right? And to just open the floodgates and expect us to to be the country that is what everybody wants to be part of, that can't happen. The country will not be that country anymore if we let that happen. And that's something the left doesn't tell you. They just want the floodgates to open because they want the poor of the entire world to come here and
0: live off of us
1: so that we become Another dirt poor country
0: and, like the rest and they of the believed, world, and yes. their belief is, of course, these that because their Democrats are promising them everything for nothing, that they yeah. believe they're buying voters for the future. Which, right. it's all about a voting block and controlling the future. And Dude, that's exactly you know, what it is. In reality, yeah. if if we were to really do this the right way, um, we would most of the a lot of the people coming from uh, from this uh, over our southern border actually are raised Catholic. Yeah, just so you know. And when you deal with that, uh, you got Republican voters. A lot of those people, if you mm-hmm. actually talk to them, you granted, you have to learn to speak Spanish or Portuguese, but they're a lot if more you, conservative. You know, yeah. Yeah. Cause they're not going to be able to work right away because they don't know the language. They don't have a car. You know, if they had mm-hmm. a car, they could have driven through the checkpoint instead of dodging <sighs> bullets. But anyway, let's move uh, on because well, this could my be wife another, can tell you stories
1: about that though. Yeah. So oh, <laughs> I know. she deals with people every day
0: and working with the public who don't speak English. English they is not the official language of the United States of America. And I was shocked when I found that out, Mark. Yeah. Shocked. Absolutely. I mean <laughs> it's like, what? We don't have an official language? Yeah, and the left fights it all the time. Well
1: that's 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 evil, it's wrong, it's 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 racist, it's every every prerogator every derogatory thing that you can think of. That's what they've called the national establishing a national language. Because they just they don't want us to have standards.
0: Ay, ay, ay the country we live in. Yikes.
1: Well, right, Mark. up next is Ron DeSantis, really the locked-in choice. Uh, there is some concern coming from people on the right, specifically his donors. We'll look at that next. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their couch snuggling, ball chasing, face licking, and of course, companionship. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the Treat Stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Are the happy dance or so coming with this group? But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit the shelterpetproject.org
0: today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Welcome back in the Mark and Max Show podcast. Tell your friends... We would appreciate it uh, covering the uh, candidates right now. And the, the entire reason we started doing the podcast was to try to really shed a little light on the candidates because there are some people that are running for office on an, and we will deal with others as we get through this. But right now, just breaking down some of these newer names that we haven't heard before. And now we're up to DeSantis and that's somebody we have heard yesterday, Chris Christie. But we were going through them as a way of introduction. Then we'll come back and really look at 2024 and the election process and some things that we can do between now and then to ensure that it actually is a legitimate election. I think that's important. So Mark, give me a little background on Ron DeSantis in terms of his education and has he been in office before? I mean, besides being governor. Well, he was the, he's currently the governor of Florida since Mm -hmm. 2019. He
1: was a U.S. representative from Florida's sixth district. A lot of people just a lot of people don't know he actually right. was a representative from Florida right. from 2013 to 2018. Um he graduated with a BA from Yale University, a JD from Harvard University. So he has he has that Ivy League education. So he's got he's
0: money done. and smarts. Now, yeah, he does. I yeah. you assume the smarts, but yeah. to have Yale and Harvard on there, you got money. So Yes, exactly. If you have enough money, the smarts don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> we've both seen
1: Tommy boy. Um, (laughs) a lot of people go to college for seven years. I know they're They're doctors. doctors. Yes. (laughs) Um, but is he a lock-in favorite? Is it, is, is he making his contributors, his supporters happy at this point? And over at Breitbart.com, there's an article that says maybe not
0: uh, Florida, Florida governor. I forgot about Breitbart. Yeah. It's still around. I totally forgot about Andrew Breitbart. Yeah. Oh, I feel it. Mark smacked me. No, yeah. neither.
1: He may he, he may not he may not be around anymore, but his website still is. Wow. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is looking to reassure donors who have a growing concern about his campaign's underwhelming performance, according mm-hmm. to a leaked confidential memo obtained by NBC News. In recent weeks, there's been growing concern among donors and other pro-DeSantis surrogates and entities about the campaign's standstill in the polls several weeks into the race. A Harvard poll taken last month found that former president Donald Trump led DeSantis by a margin of 67 to 33%. (laughs) Wow. A slight decrease for DeSantis from Harvard's May poll taken before DeSantis actually entered the race. Um, I think it's interesting that everybody was all rah-rah about DeSantis until he actually got it out in public in front of him. And then they're like, Oh.
0: Happens all the time. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's amazing how often that happens. You know, we saw that with, uh, Oh, um, oh, I'm picturing him right now. The former uh, governor in Texas, um, that was, he was such, he looked like, oh, this guy's really good. And then boom, uh, he was in the Trump administration yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, oh, come on. Help me out. Uh, I'm I an idiot.com. Anyway. <laughs> uh, this but as week soon as he announced po- he was actually throwing his hat in the ring, all of a sudden, boom, it was like the real polling numbers hit. And you're like, wait a minute. I thought 80% of you said you'd vote for me now. how did it go from 80 to 12? That's and those right. tw- wait a minute, that's not percent, <laughs> that's people. Oh my gosh, what have I done? Uh, this week, it was reported that
1: media tycoon Rupert, Rupert Murdoch is losing confidence in the Desantis ability to defeat Trump in the Republican primary. Quote from White Bar- Breitbart. Quote: One Fox News insider told Rolling Stone that Rupert and his son Lachlan Murdoch are transactional and can smell a loser a mile away. A senior Fox source told the outlet Murdoch's understandable worry is that we may end up being stuck with Trump anyway. Um, Republican mega-donor Ken Griffin is also reconsidering his support for DeSantis after previously claiming, quote, our country would be well served by him as president uh, months before DeSantis launched his campaign. So source after source and donor after donor are all uh, basically exhibiting a little bit of buyer's remorse sort of, I guess, <laughs> because now that they've seen him out on the campaign trail and I I'm seeing it in social media as well where people are saying that the, they've watched his speech and he was dull, he was uninteresting, his wife was more interesting than he was. Mm-hmm. You know, and they <laughs> they aren't being kind, of course, in yeah. social media they never are kind, but right. but uh, now that he's out there in the spotlight, people are not as enamored with what they're seeing as they were with what they weren't seeing
0: kind of interesting how that works. Yep. It is. All right, Mark. So bottom line, what do you think?
1: I don't know. Uh, of all the people, again, that we've talked about so far, the only one that I think stands head and shoulders above the rest of the crowd so far has been Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah. As far as, uh, you know, if it's not Trump, who else could it be? (laughs) Right. And again, regardless of who it is, the moment they they are chosen as the uh, the candidate, yeah. it's going to be nonstop pylon. It's just going to be, you know, they're going to come up with, if even like Ramaswamy, he's clean, he's squeaky clean. Right. I mean, he's squeaky clean. I saw him, uh, and I sent you the video uh, mm-hmm. uh, of these two guys who were looking at the interview he did on the Charlemagne the God the Breakfast Club show, yeah. and. And the girl that was asking him questions basically didn't ask questions. She just went on a diatribe and said, What do you got to say about that? You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just (laughs) and wouldn't let him answer questions, which is pretty much what it's going to be for him for his entire campaign.
0: So he's going to have to figure out, you know, a way to make it work. And he can. The biggest thing, I believe, is going to be able to maintain an even strain while calling out sources where he can, without doing it, without addressing the Trump, uh, you know, the elephant in the right. room, without, right. without yeah. going after the tweet, just leave him alone and just focus on, look, man, I, he's his own thing. I, mm-hmm. my name is, you know, yeah. my name right. is Dave Mack and I'm running for office because I believe I can help. I believe I can right. lead. I believe yeah. in these things and this is what I stand for. But you know what, other than these five bullet points, you realize yeah. that the job is Four years, twenty-four-seven, and a lot of things happen. Wars happen. Fam, you mm-hmm. know, there are things that happen that could cause our economy to die in a media. And what what I'm gonna do is prepare for all these eventualities and be ready. And but you know what? We have four hundred and twenty-five people in Congress that I have to convince, at right, least yeah. half of them, to go my way. So yeah. it's who you vote for, not just for president, but who is who is truly representing you and your beliefs that's why the people's house is so important and here's the problem
1: and we can we can wrap up with this because i'm looking at the clock so here's here's the problem is regardless of how right you may be about what you just said you're dealing with a bunch of people who are just like student council in high school and they're going to be the people who are opposed to you and anything you say when you finish speaking and making perfect sense and telling the absolute truth about everything are going to look at you and say, but I still don't understand why we can't have free ice cream
0: on Thursdays. Mark, I ran, I I was (laughs) the president of my, I was the student body president. Okay. It's a popularity contest. I stood up in front of the entire student body and got elected by saying, I think it would be awesome that instead of water coming out of the water fountains, we had beer. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But you see what I'm
1: saying. No, I ta- did. I did
0: that. I know yes. what
1: you're saying. Exactly. You're not talking about the real world. You're talking about free ice cream on Thursdays and beer in all the water fountains. That's Taco what you ta- Tuesday. It's yeah. It's not the real world. And they, they, they look at you, they listen to you, they nod their heads and say, yeah, but what you're going to do about all that free beer from the, uh, from the water fountains. <laughs> That's all I care about. It's not the real world. <laughs> These people that we're talking about, The left, they don't live in the real world. They live in a world that they would love to be real, but can't be real because real life doesn't work the way they want it to. It just doesn't. (laughs) But what does work the way we want it to is markandmaxshow.com. Go there today. You can email us from there. You can leave us a voice message. You can find out more, more about the show, and you can get the show notes for every episode as we release it each day. We'll see you tomorrow. We never walked on the moon Elvis ain't dead You ain't going crazy It's all in your head